Good morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon and I'm AWOD. This is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM here on a thirsty Thursday, January 4th. And I'll tell you, I'm going to need a beer tonight after that game at the Siegel Center last night. So much hype, so much excitement. The start of the second season A-10 conference play. And if you heard any of my show yesterday or my pregame show, I was very cocky and confident that this is our confidence. This is our conference. VCU is the best team in the A-10 since joining the league with the best winning percentage. They have two conference titles, regular season title as well, and have been dominant in that stretch of 10 years in the A-10 But the Bonnies of St. Bonaventure have always been a tough opponent. And you heard us talking with Michael Phillips. Chad Venning was just too big and too dominant down low for the Rams to defend. So we'll be breaking down that game throughout the show today. We'll also be going around the NFL, pick uh, winners for this weekend's game. we got the Richmond Commander still every single day at 1 p.m. How can the Commanders secure the second overall draft pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Mike Barber to go around the ACC. UVA got a win uh, yesterday. That'll be at 1.30. And then we'll talk some college football. The college football championships will be Monday night with Michigan against Washington in a 1-2 matchup. Both teams 14-0 undefeated with CBS Sports' Shehan J. Araja. That'll be at 2.15. But you guys know how we like to start the show every day by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world. It's not the sports wallet, definitely not the sports phone. It's time to open up the sports app. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, 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 are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64K. This one, this one. The sports app. All right, so you guys know on Wednesdays, the NBA dominates. So here on a Thursday on the sports app, we'll begin with the NBA. We go through the Hawks game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder have been really good this year. SGA, Shy, Gilgis, Alexander is almost unguardable at times. He's just been tremendous. Chet Holmgren. I mean, the Thunder have been playing some unbelievable basketball this season. Uh, OKC is back on the map now with the way they've been playing, and it feels like this is a team that not only could make the playoffs in the Western Conference, but maybe even win a playoff series with this young roster playing so well together and just gelling. I mean, it's been so much fun to watch. They're 23-10 on the season, have moved all the way up to the two-seed in the Western Conference. But last night, they were taking on the Atlanta Hawks, a very tough team. The Hawks have been playing some decent basketball uh, led by DeJounte Murray, and the Hawks got the win 141-138 to behind Jalen Johnson's career high, 28 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 steals. Uh, here's the call on 92-9, the game. Hawks up by a dozen. Trey bouncing it way out there. Goes down low to Sadiq Bay. Sadiq, 8 on the 24. Back to DeJounte. Straight away, 3. He's got it. Oh, boy, DeJounte Murray. And the Hawks lead 135 to 120. Over to one of my favorite teams in the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, how can you not love watching Luka Doncic ball? And they've got their healthy backcourt together once again. Uh, with Kyrie Irving, he added 29, but Luka Doncic is just unstoppable. 
41.6 rebounds. The Mavs blow out the Blazers, 126 to 97. Doncic for two. Here's the call on 97-1. The Freak. Hardaway, screen left. Luka rejects it, drives it into the paint, and Euro steps his way around Sharp to lay it in with a right hand. What a move that was. Yep, just got the angle again on him. Easy drive. The seventh 40-point game of the season for Doncic. So I got home from the Seagull Center last night after midnight. Magic and Kings had just gone to overtime. I'm like, all right, I'll sit down and watch this game. It went to not one, but two, double overtime. Paolo Panchero was putting the Magic on his back as they had a breakout second quarter to regain the lead with 40 points. Even things up at the end of the fourth there. Paolo Banchero finished the game with 43 points, but it wasn't enough as the Kings were led by DeMontis Sabonis' triple-double of 22 points, 23 rebounds, and 12 assists. Uh, He was unbelievable. De'Aaron Fox drove to the basket and scored. Here's that call on KHTK. 135, 135, coming up on one minute to go in the second overtime. High drama at Golden One Center. Fox digs into the paint. He twists. He launches. He scores on the spin move. Sacramento on top, 137, 135. And they would win 138 to 135. Lastly, in the NBA, the Wizards are set to uh, assess the futures of Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones ahead of the trade deadline. Uh, There have been a few articles written recently about the future of Kyle Kuzma. He's been playing so well this season. Maybe the Wizards could get a first-round draft pick for him. Look, I say as long as the Wizards win the trade by acquiring a few high draft picks in the future, anybody on the roster is tradable. And that means anybody. If you're a Wizards fan, you know we've got to rebuild. And Kyle Kuzma's played decent. I'd love to trade Jordan Poole. The problem is he hasn't played well enough. Uh, to get a first-round draft pick back, anybody is tradable. Over to the NHL. Every day on the Sports app, we track Alex Ovechkin's hunt for history. The Great Eight tracing the Great One, Wayne Gretzky's 894 career goals. He needs 64 to tie Gretzky 65 to become the greatest goal scorer in the history of the NHL. He was on a bit of a heater, scored last game, uh, but last night the Caps lost 6-3. Ovi, 21 minutes, 15 seconds, time on the ice, three shots, but no goals as the Caps lose 6-3 to the Devils. They will face off against the Hurricanes that game coming up on Friday. Over to college basketball here on the Sports App. All right, so we will go back to that VCU game against St. Bonaventure, and we're going to be talking about it a lot throughout the show today. And uh, What's frustrating is, I think Michael Phillips said it perfectly, they got their offense back with Joe Bamisil and Sean Barristow, but it broke their defense. And that was the issue is the Rams couldn't get enough stops. Anytime they went on a run last night, it seemed like the Bonnies would nail a big three-pointer. And then VCU would go on a big run, and then the Bonnies would nail another three-pointer. And Chad Venning led the way with 19 points and 11 rebounds. A really good game for Christian Furman down low for VCU. 15 points, 9 rebounds, 7 of 7 from the free-throw line. Love to see that. Also had three blocks. Um, so not the worst loss. St. Bonaventure is a really good team. They were picked to finish third in the A-10. Right behind VCU was picked to finish second. But you've got to bounce back on Saturday 
when the Rams face off against GW. George Mason defeated LaSalle 77-62. Dayton blows out Davidson to start their conference play. And GW loses to Fordham 119-113. That game went to three overtimes. Triple overtime loss for GW. Now they've got to come to the stew to face off against Ram Nation. Over to the ACC here in College Hoops. And we start with UVA's bounce-back victory over Louisville, 77-53. to Ryan Dunn with a monster game, 15 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. Also had three blocks as he was dominant on the defensive end. Really good defensive performance there for UVA. Miami knocks off Clemson, 95-82, to defeating the 16th-ranked Clemson Tigers, giving them their first ACC loss of the season. It was Nigel Pack providing 25 for the U. Florida State defeated Georgia Tech 82-71. to And NC State knocks off Notre Dame. Notre Dame was fresh off the win against UVA, but NC State takes them down. They're now 2-0 in conference play, 54-52. to I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now, at 105-1 FM. We'll talk about the future of the Commanders with Craig Hoffman at 12.30. But it's Crosstalk with Michael Phillips coming up next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105-1 FM. So there are a decent amount of good NFL games this weekend. A few of them do have playoff implications on the line, so we'll break that down and uh, go through all the playoff scenarios of Week 18 with Benjamin Brown here on AWOD Radio. At 2.30, we'll talk Commanders with Craig Hoffman at 12.30, but right now we bring in Michael Phillips, MP on the mic, and we heard from 10 to 12 noon and always available to rewind on the free Odyssey app for a little crosstalk. What's going on, MP? I thought you were going to say you were going to talk football with Benjamin Button. I was I was a little, <laughs> like, he starts the game as a junior, but ends it as a sophomore. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that threw me. That That's better, though. He, yeah. He'll have better insight. Benjamin Brown's our, our analytics guy, and he's also a diehard Vikings fan. And he warned Stubb not to root for the Vikings. And I took his advice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, could still make it, though. There's still, 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 still a path. There's still a path for them. There's still a path for Taylor Heineke and the Falcons. There's oh, good, a path a for path. a lot of guys. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance for every team except for Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear that sounder, stub, so we can do a little crosstalk here. Little, little if I could just have your attention. It's Crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the fan. It's like that 190s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not crosstalk, but it sounds like crosstalk. It's crosstalk on the fan. Oh, face off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is crosstalk. All right, so we've got uh, some cleaning up to do here on crosstalk. Each week, Michael Phillips and I cancel a football team. That means we believe your franchise has zero chance of winning the Super Bowl. Each week, we cancel a team, and we get down to the final teams ahead of the Super Bowl. If your team is still alive, you have a chance to be crowned victorious. And uh, I do have a friend who really enjoys this segment. He said, Awad, you better not cancel 
The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> you, you, you haven't yet. I haven't yet. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's canceled the Steelers. Yet. Has no, anyone I, can- you did last week. I did that cancel the Steelers That was your most recent team week. you canceled really? the Steelers. Oops. Maybe my friend hasn't caught up on the podcast yet. <laughs> Oops. He'll need to check it out at AWOD Radio. I haven't canceled the Steelers. You have not canceled the Steelers. I don't bet against Mike Will you Tomlin. be canceling them this week? No. No, right. I don't bet against Mike Tomlin. So we do have two teams to cancel because, of course, we were out last week um, over the holidays. So, Michael... Or Stubb, let me hear the list of teams that Michael Phillips has canceled. My favorite part of the week. All right. You're fired. This is the most most airtime he gets all the (laughs) time. The Giants, the Cardinals, the Bears, the Patriots, the Panthers, the Rams, the Titans, the Raiders, the Buccaneers, the Jets, the Commanders, the Chargers, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Packers. Let's go. All right. So the the Packers are an interesting one. I want to cancel more teams just to hear Stubb's voice. Yeah. (laughs) He's got it. Tampa. All right, so what is it? Falcons, Falcons, and, and uh, I, I have you've canceled the Falcons I, and Packers, and both those teams can still make the playoffs. Well, I've canceled a guaranteed playoff team because I've canceled every NFC South team. I've I've canceled the whole division, so yeah. uh, it doesn't matter if the Falcons make it or the Bucks. Do you or the feel Saints. bad about canceling a whole division? Well, they should have played better. Yeah. That's kind of kind of on them, really. Good point. Good point. Um, no, I have one regret so far. Okay, uh, and that is that I canceled the Los Angeles Rams really early in the season. Young team, rebuilding year. Uh, should not should not have put my chips there. Yeah, I mean, especially because you know their head coach Sean McVay. Yeah, I do. Is kind of a genius. I do. I do know that. Yes. And Matthew yeah. Stafford's already won a Super Bowl, and then they've got this Puka kid. He's taking the league by storm. Puka Nakua is is the rookie receiver sensation. Uh, maybe uh, maybe the rookie offensive rookie of the year, probably C.J. Stroud. Let me ask you a question, all right? Because we were talking about this, uh, my friend group, when we were watching the NFL this past weekend. Is Puka a product of the system, or is he a really good wide receiver? Because he, he's about to break the rookie record, right? But Cooper Cup just broke the record last year. So it's like, it kind of feels like it's a system thing. And Matt Stafford as well, also. Like, the number of receivers who have had records under Matt Stafford is pretty extensive. Like, yeah. he's a guy you want to pair with. Right. Sean McVay, by the way, almost exactly one year younger than me. <laughs> uh, and has a Super Bowl ring and is coaching Puka Nakua. To th- like, it, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous how smart that guy is. Yeah. And a model wife. You know, just throw it in there. Lives in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Got other, away from D.C. Other than that, though, we're pretty much the same guy. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the pick is in. Uh, the pick is in. Minnesota to the goal line. Touchdown. You're fired. See you later. I know, because you're fired. No, you're fired. And now it is my great pleasure to announce you are fired. Well, I guess it's time to say goodbye. So you're saying there's not a chance that Minnesota can win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I there's no chance they can win the Super Bowl. They could make the playoffs if all the things break right, but we're trying to cancel teams that can't win the Super Bowl, and the Minnesota Vikings cannot win the Super Bowl. Although I will say, Kirk Cousins had himself a week last week. You see uh, yeah. shirtless Kirk out there, uh, you know, doing the Viking horn or whatever it is, the, their bit that they do up there. Yeah. That was, that was, he's become much more likable in the past year. Oh, yeah. and The, I, the Netflix show, the appearances, yeah. Well, and he played... Really well this season. My yes. buddy Rob, who I play pickleball with, is a diehard Vikings fan, and he was like, this season made me realize just how much Kirk means to this team. He's a great quarterback. Uh, who who and If he ends up with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, I think he gets a ring at some but point. But he's not elite. No, no, no. He's just good. 
Not he's not Joe Flacco level. The <laughs> the the money to production has always been low there because he makes so much money. Yeah, that's but the production point. has always been high. It's yeah. just the money's does he, high does too. Does he make too much for yeah. you to build around him? Of course. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. You can't pay a guy forty five million a year mm-hmm. and also make up for his weaknesses. Like if you pay a guy that much money, he can't have weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good cancel. I'm that, up. That's why the fan pays me twelve million dollars a year because <laughs> there's no weaknesses. That's right. <laughs> All right. The pick is in. All right. Uh, do you want your list read, or do you want? Yeah, we can do the list. Okay, okay. All right. Adam, I know you. You would like. To, he <laughs> to show up. It, yeah. He waits all week for that. He's like, He's I want to show off my ability to read. <laughs> all right. All right, Adam. You have canceled the Panthers, Bears, Broncos, Cardinals, Giants, Patriots, Packers, Texans, Rams, Saints, Commanders, Chargers, Jets, Titans, and Steelers. Oh Ooh, my. So I I don't feel good about canceling the Steelers, the Saints, the Rams, mm-hmm. or the Packers, Texans. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really happy with that either. I'm going to end up losing this. Now, I don't think these teams are going to win the Super Bowl, but I could see one of those you, teams winning a playoff game. you got to leave yourself teams to cancel in yeah. future weeks. That's a big part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I made sure that the teams I canceled this week are eliminated from playoff contention. Take so out the trash. The pick is in. To the 10, the nice. yeah. to the pylon. He's in. Touchdown. Bengals. You're fired. Which means you are done. You better pack it up and get out of here. Get the hell out of here. And I'd like you to get the f*** out of here. You're fired! Bye-bye Cincinnati Bengals. No Joe Burrow, no chance to win the Super Bowl. I know Stubb falls in love with backup quarterbacks, and you were championing Jake Browning a few weeks ago because they won three in a row but then lost to the Steelers, lost to the Chiefs. The Bengals are officially eliminated, and they are fired. Turn in your helmet and your pads. Your season is through. Now, were you uh, you were off last week. Yes. The NFL wasn't. I think you owe me another one. I do owe you another one. Oh, yeah. You, I you, do. You just keep on, keep on firing. Yeah, I owe you another canceled team. Do you owe us another canceled team as well? I do. Uh, it's a take out the trash for me as well. I went all season without canceling the Denver Broncos, just waiting for that, like, you know, Russell Wilson surge at the end. Yeah. Uh, I can now conclusively say, Adam, after great research, there is no Russell Wilson surge coming. Well, where is Russell Wilson going to play football next season? That... They, I, I think Atlanta's a great landing spot for him. Uh, That'd uh, be so unfair to Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I, I'll let me some Taylor Heineke. Hope he makes the plastic. No, Taylor Heineke's a great backup, and he should be Russ's backup, and there should be a buddy comedy about Russell Wilson and Taylor Heineke sharing a locker room yeah, together. that'd be pretty good. <laughs> so you don't, do you think there's any chance that Russell just is like Carson Wentz and just doesn't get picked up? No, I think there's still enough talent. Now, part of the Carson thing was he was really choosy. I got to think Russell take pretty much anything because he's – I think Carson doesn't view himself as a Hall of Famer, right? Mm-hmm. I think Russ views himself as a Hall of Famer. I think if you walk away right now, it casts doubt on that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. All right, we'll get to my second canceled franchise here. and I'm going with the Vegas Raiders. They're eliminated oh, from the yeah. playoffs. They're 7-9. and nine. I-, I couldn't believe that I hadn't canceled them already. Uh, Antonio Pierce deserves to be the head coach, though. You mocked me when I canceled the Raiders earlier, so you said Antonio Pierce is going to have them go on a run. Uh, They Uh, went on a a little bit of a run. They were competitive. A lot more than Ron Rivera's commanders. I'm giving you credit. You you called that there would be a a, a surge there after the coach firing. Now, uh, I was always correct to cancel them and that they weren't going to win the Super Bowl, but uh, you correctly nailed. They they surged for Pierce. Um, That should be a pretty quick coaching search out there. You know what's frustrating if you're a Raiders fan is that they could still be alive in the playoff hunt 
If they hadn't lost to the Vikings three to nothing. Three to nothing. Three to nothing, Stub. So bad. Can nothing. you believe that was an NFL score? Yeah, Looks that's like a Pee Wee football. Game. That is wild. Three to nothing. Yeah. That, that's a tough watch. Yeah. That's yeah. not great. I've seen some bad football, but I three nothing. That's that that's that's bad. Hey, some yeah. people paid to watch that live. Don't yeah. feel too oh, bad. Oh, I know. Yeah? I know. Oh, I, I I watch the Commanders every week. I mean, I'm not yeah, it's like <laughs> when, when we when we convene the club. Like I'll I'll be there introduced. Hi, I'm Michael. I watch bad football. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. I'll be yeah, there. A... Michael, do you remember we did uh, an exercise before the season began, and we said both of us need to pick a Super Bowl champion that's not one of the favorites. Okay. And I went with the Baltimore Ravens. Do you remember who you chose then? Nope, not even a little bit. I don't at all. Do you remember stuff? <laughs> uh, no. Kind of, I, I don't remember this I at all. I don't remember this. Uh, what he chose, but I know I, I went Ravens. Um, well, I'd say you look pretty darn good I, I, right I now. I do, but I, the more I think about it, I just don't know that they're a Super Bowl team this year. Like, I think they could... Who's be, better in the AFC? Well, I mean, I just... I think it's going to come down to... Kansas City and Philadelphia again. Like I, that's that's what I think in the back of my mind is that. So here's my final four right now: is San Francisco, Philly, okay, and probably Ravens, Chiefs, Miami, Chiefs. Ooh, yeah. Oh. You got Miami going into Baltimore and coming out with a win. I mean, there are plenty of teams in the playoffs played? have gone into know. Baltimore and surprised them. That's a wild one. To I me. mean, didn't the. Uh, didn't the Derrick Henry do that to them a few I, years ago? Right. I, I'm just I'm turning off all the national hot take shows the morning after that happens. Yeah. They're going to be so hard on Lamar. I'm I'm actually doing an emotional hedge here. Right. Oh yeah, the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, because I make three hundred dollars if they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105 One FM. If your team is still alive. To make it into the playoffs, give us a call. 833-804-0910. Where's Dolphin Dave? Where's Cleveland Cleave? <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM here on a Thursday, January 4th, 2024 in Richmond, Virginia. We're always available on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and the best damn sports talk here in town. It gives you the ability to pause the show, rewind the show, run some errands, get some work done, then pick up right where you've left off. And we've got some really good guests lined up for the show today. Mike Barber to go around the ACC. There were a ton of uh, good ACC games last night, including a big win, a bounce-back win for UVA. Got the Red Door guys inside the Ramhorns segment every Thursday at 2 p.m. We'll talk VCU basketball. And then Benjamin Brown will join us to go around the NFL at 2.30, but we wanted to talk commanders right now because what's going to happen in the future for Washington? What's it going to take for Washington to get the number two overall seed in the upcoming NFL draft? I mean, we're desperate for that number two pick, and if we get it, what do the commanders do? I have been a Sam Howell guy. I've been a Howell Hive member. I've been howling for how I, I I like Sam. I I feel like I like his moxie. I like his energy. Uh, he reminds me of Taylor Heineke, but like better arm strength and probably more accuracy. Doesn't have the experience. But if the Commanders get the number two overall pick in the draft, I think they're going to be forced to draft a quarterback. But it's not a decision that Ron Rivera will make or the current 
GM, or anyone in that front office. I want the newly hired front office members to make that decision when we get to that point. Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, from the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., it's our buddy Craig Hoffman. What's going on, Craig? What's up, Awad? How are you, man? I- I'm doing pretty good. So, what do you think? If the Commanders get the number two overall draft pick, they have to take a quarterback, right? I don't say have to, but it's probably going to wind up being the prudent decision. I mean, I do think that there's going to be a scenario where you're staring at a quarterback who you're not that sure about, and then maybe an offensive lineman, let's say Olu Fashanu from Penn State. He seems to be the top O-lineman left tackle on everyone's board, and you're like, I know that dude's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And then you run the risk of, can we get someone who we also kind of like, maybe not as much as the guy we take it to, but let's say, you know, Caleb Williams is in your first tier. He goes one overall. The Patriots trade three first rounders up with Chicago. And that's, you know, they, they make a kind of deal that we laugh at and go, thank God the commanders didn't do that. Right. So now you're sitting at two. Williams is off the board and you really don't have that much difference on your quarterback board. If you're this new front office you're talking about between Drake May, who's probably going to be QB two and Michael Penix or Bo Nix, QBs five and six, let's say. And now do you risk at the top of the second round when you got the the 34th pick in the draft that one of those guys will be there? Or even maybe you package that second round pick you got from the Bears and your second to go back up into the end of the first round. So I think there's a really great possibility, almost almost 100%, that they take a quarterback very high, relatively speaking, in the 2024 NFL draft. I just don't know that it has to be at number two. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Michael Phillips and I talked about this yesterday. You can hear MP on the mic from 10 to 12 noon, and he was saying, uh, look, there, there's a chance that they might have to trade from two to number one. And, and uh, I immediately said, no, don't do that. The Bears are going to fleece us. And then the more I think about it, if the new GM and head coach believe that Caleb Williams is their guy and that they've got him rated as the top quarterback – you might have to trade up from two to one because, like you said, the Patriots or another team are going to take that pick away from the Bears. A hundred percent. And Michael uh, did a really good job, actually, on my show earlier this week, like very cleanly laying out the paths available to you uh, or to the commanders, which is you can either go the quarterback route, which is you draft a guy that you hope is Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or one of these guys that covers up for a lot of other mistakes. The salary cap means you can't have everything unless you get stupidly lucky, and then eventually you're going to have to pay people and you're going to have to make this choice anyway, which is kind of what happened to the Chiefs. Um, But like Mahomes covers for a bunch of other stuff. Burrow covered for the – that's the easiest, cleanest example because Cincinnati's offensive line was not that good. And Burrow got them to a Super Bowl because he was that good enough to get the ball out of his hands and, and make yeah. quick decisions and cover up for it. And by the way, play through getting sacked a bunch as well. Something that obviously Sam doesn't, you know, wasn't quite on that level this year when he got sacked a bunch earlier in the season. Um, the other path is you take a guy who's pretty good. So we're talking like Dak Prescott level quarterback. So Dak is in the MVP discussion this year, but they built this really great offense around him. Jalen Hurts last year. They have they, a guy that's pretty freaking good, but is in a really optimal scenario. Great offensive line, great skill positions, really good to great defense to support. And I think that both of those paths, if I'm a commander's fan, I'd, I'd want to leave open. The, the quarterback one is the shorter one. You only had to get right on one guy but it's the hardest position to get right maybe in all of sports. It's so tough. It's so tough. How do you view Caleb Williams? Because I've been saying uh, I'm going to put my career on the line as an NFL quarterback evaluator. 
<laughs> I believe he's going to be a pro bowler within five years. I don't think that's crazy. Um, I, 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 I honestly, Adam, don't watch enough college football to have a really great book on these guys. I tend to approach it like when we get to this time of year, I start watching and I definitely start reading and listening. And, and I'm tangentially aware of these guys. Like I can give you the basic profile on all of them. He's super intriguing. I mean, he's not prototypical size. Um, he's 6'1", 215. So I think sometimes people talk about him like he's 6'4", you know, built in the, the Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, like super quarterback size lap. He's not that, but he's also, he's a little bit bigger than Sam and, and, you know, some of these smaller guys, more like a Jalen Hurts size, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Mm-hmm. He can obviously make all the throws. And, and the, really the question is going to be is how prudent is it and quick is and efficient is his decision making. And that's hard to tell because he's played in two conferences that aren't exactly known for their defense. It's not like he's had the SEC test of can you make quick, you know, flaming fast decisions at an SEC level, which is as close as you're going to get to the NFL. But he's been incredibly productive. He's super mobile. I get why people are in love with him. He seems to be a dynamic personality, which is, is I think, a welcome sign in an NFL locker room from your quarterback. So I get why he's everyone's guy, and, and he seems to be in a class on his own. And if he's that good, he could be that shortcut. He could be that guy that is worth trading up. And maybe you say, you know, hey, we'll get Bears. We'll give you your pick back, and we'll give you a future whatever. But it's such a high risk thing. Like I, I have a hard time trading up unless you feel like an extreme level of certainty because uh, so often we talk about draft picks in the first round being lottery tickets. And if you're playing the lottery, you want as many tickets as possible. Not, not one that you feel really good about the numbers. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, I'm all in on Caleb Williams. I just think he's an athletic freak. Uh, he can make all the throws. I think he's going to step into the NFL and, and be a star right away. And we do this dumb thing in this country where when people get to the mountaintops, we love to tear them down. He's last year's Heisman Trophy winner, and this year it was like everyone was dying to find holes in his game and dissect every part of his throw and just bring him down. And uh, I, I just think, you know, it's a shame, and I think he's going to be a star right away. Next head coach for the Commanders, offensive specialist, defensive specialist, young genius. What are you thinking? I think the young offensive mind is where I would go. I mean, Grant Paulson said something to us on the pregame show a couple weeks ago that I thought was pretty fascinating. Um, he had seen some of the data that not only do offensive background head coaches have better offenses over the last 25 years of the NFL's hiring cycles, they also have better defenses which is crazy. So I I think what happens is when you have these offensive coaches that are involved in kind of the de facto offensive coordinator, they have such a vision for what your football team is, and that impacts everything. It impacts how you build it from a roster construction standpoint. It impacts your style of play. And I think the CEO head coach, it winds up being this quasi-clock manager and it's just not a really productive way to, to be involved and, and have a clear vision for your team. So, I mean, Ben Johnson's the guy. Um, he's, he's, uh, the, the number one prospect for everybody. He's got a dynamic personality. He's incredibly smart and he's, he's taken a guy in Jared Goff that's kind of in that tier two quarterback that I was talking about of you don't need the guy if you surround a guy with the right pieces. And he's, he's already shown that he can do that. So I, I think he's a guy that I would like. Some of the you know guys off the Shanahan tree, your Frank Smith in Miami, uh, Bobby Slowick in Houston. Like they, they've done really impressive stuff. I like the way they built it. I like philosophically how they seem to think about football. 
And that's, that's the direction I would go. And then the other quick thing, Adam, is like, if you hired Dan Quinn, would Dan Quinn be a great head coach? Yes. But let's say you, Dan Quinn hires a great OC. That OC has success with Caleb Williams or any other young quarterback. He's going to go get a head coaching job. Now you got to replace him. And that's what happened to DQ in Atlanta because he yeah. had Kyle and then Kyle got hired by San Francisco <clears throat> and that led to the end of Dan Quinn in Atlanta. And that's really, really hard as a defensive head coach. No, it's a, it's a great point. Uh, but, I'm actually on the same page with Chris Russell. I, I hate to be, you know, going oh, that's big dangerous. sexy here, but I think we both want Dan Quinn and I want Bienemy to stay in as the OC. Oh, I'm no. I I, I don't think EB is a bad coach. I don't think EB is a bad dude. I don't think EB is anything other than a really bad fit with a young quarterback. And if you have a young quarterback, I do not want EB as the offensive coordinator. He has shown this year he he is unrelenting in the way he wants to play. And that works when you have Patrick Mahomes. If I was hiring a defensive coach in L.A. for the Chargers and I wanted a, an O.C. to work with Justin Herbert, E.B. would be near the top of my list. But for a young quarterback who needs to be insulated and incubated, absolutely not. Not interested at all. That's Craig Hoffman. What do you got coming up on the show today, man? Oh, let's see. We got overreaction Tuesday uh, with Linnell, even though it's Thursday, the holiday week. Bump that back. So we got Linnell in studio. Uh, we're work we do our NFL tiers on Thursdays, and then we're working on another big name guest that we haven't quite confirmed yet, but hope hopefully having a former Washington quarterback that we've had on before back on the show. So folks can tune in at six o'clock tonight on the free Odyssey app and check that out, or you'll just hear me talking about something else. Yep, always download the Odyssey app to hear Craig on the Team 980. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. And of course, you can always check out the podcast at AWOD Radio on Spotify, iTunes, or the Odyssey app. Stubb puts together a full hour best of AWOD Radio that's available for you on your ride home. And if you're just tuning in, you can hear me Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. here on The Fan. Talking all things D.C. sports with a Richmond flavor, college athletics. We've got dude food, Netflix, and more non-sports topics and you know, I try to do a ton of research every day. Like, I pride myself on a radio host that is informed, that mm. knows what's going on in the community, a ton of local stories that I look up here in Richmond and Central Virginia, national topics. I mean, yesterday we hit on the trend that beer sales are down across America. And then I noticed another trending topic. All right. I saw this trending. It was all over social media, and it popped out because it was my name. <laughs> here we go again. This guy, Epstein. <laughs> Is ruining my life ruining. once again. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. And the thing is, he already died. This guy, he already died. He's a bad person. We get it. Now he's trending again. You know, and he's ruining the legacy of my last name. Yeah, that's tough. And it's, it is that's really tough. That's one of tough. the worst last names to have in this current All right, climate. Th thank you, Stubb. <laughs> all right. Carlson. Look. All right. Why couldn't Jeffrey Epstein just be a good villain and reveal all the names before he died? Because now this list is coming out every six months. Oh, another name has popped up. And and Jeffrey Epstein is trending once again. And everywhere you look, it's Epstein this and Epstein that. And everyone's got to talk about how bad of a person he was and how terrible all these things he did were. And it's like all this and that. And I'm like, I've heard these stories a hundred times already. When did he die? Like two years ago? Three? I mean, it's been forever ago. I almost want to say it was like COVID time. Right? Right? I've heard about this loser and his stupid island a hundred times. He's a terrible person. I get it. 
But now you're slandering the Epstein name because everyone's always asking me, are you related to him? <laughs> it's their uh, favorite no. question. I go out and I meet a girl at the bar. Oh, you're Epstein? Are you related to Jeffrey? Really? How many times? That's like common. Oh, it happens all the time. <laughs> it's why I can't tell people my last name anymore. I go by AWOD of AWOD Radio. My last name is Radio now. <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, are you related to him? No, I'm not. But I do have an uncle named Jeffrey Epstein. How do you think oh, he that's feels? that's tough for him. Right? Oh, poor guy. He had to leave the country. He's living in Mexico. How would you feel? Carlson, if that happened to you, if Carlson was a murderer, the caps have a Carlson. What if he went out and killed Ovi? Huh? How would you feel? It is so annoying. I'm trying to restore my name again by doing an entertaining radio show, and it's like every three weeks to a month, we've got another Epstein leak. The people aren't thinking about you. I they hope should not. be thinking about and like a, they should stop talking about him for your sake. I mean, it's I just think that that's what I mean. We you know how many do. times I've seen that dumb photo of him, the headshot, <laughs> yeah. and then all these other people are, oh, Epstein didn't do it. Epstein didn't do it. I mean, it's just it's so annoying. He's trending over and over again. I'm trying to restore my last name. In the 50s, we had a great baseball player. My older listeners know Mike Epstein, famous baseball player. Now we've got Jeffrey Epstein ruining a once legendary last name. It is my goal. To restore my family name. I'm the last of us, too. I'm the last of the Epstein in my lineage. My sister, Arielle, will eventually get married, change her name. I have no other siblings. My dad's brother had only girls who got married, changed their last name. My aunt's kids have her last name. My dad's dad's siblings are girls who now have different last names. I'm the last of the Epstein wow. tree. That's and I've got to revive this damn name if it's the last thing I do. You know what I'm claiming to do right now? I'm going to make Epstein great again. Mega. I'm going to make Epstein great once again. Because Jeffrey Epstein's old flight Mega. logs are showing up again. Trips by all these former presidents. And I'm like, allegedly. we've already known this stuff. Allegedly this, allegedly, allegedly that. This. <laughs> it's Why couldn't he just be a good villain and release the names before he died? Right? That's what we all wanted because every few months now, another list is going to come out. And you got Aaron Rodgers bringing it up. And he's talking smack about Jimmy Kimmel. And then Jimmy Kimmel's firing back. And you know who's in the middle of this? You. Adam Epstein. <laughs> Adam Epstein in the middle of Jeffrey Epstein's nonsense. And what was his what is what Maxwell? Gislaine. G just, yeah. Just Giz Gisline. I, don't, well, I, I definitely don't <laughs> think you pronounced it right there. I think it's Jazane or something. But... Anyway, she sucks too. The whole family sucks. And they're ruining my last she name. Died. He already died. He literally, what do we need? You know, what do we, how can we stop him from trending again? Because even if the list comes out, there's going to be arguments for years with people saying, oh, I shouldn't have been on the list in the first place. He's a liar. What you, do we do to solve this? You might have to change your last name. When I'm you not going to do that. I'm going to make it <laughs> great again. I'm going to make Epstein great once again. It used to be a great name. It really was. This this is like an insurmountable challenge. It is. Right? Like this is like one of the most famous like political national names. Oh, I know. I mean, imagine if your last name was Sandusky, right? I don't you, know. You'd never you'd never rebound from that. I mean, it's just it, it's so bad. I you maybe I just I slightly adjust it. Einstein. I could go by the Bagel Bro. I could be the Bagel Bro, right? I mean, it's just because the the sex trafficking charges are just they're so bad yeah right? it's like the it's wor the worst thing that you can do yeah on right? such a huge level with so many big time big names. names right and that's what's so frustrating and that's why it always trends is because another famous name gets thrown out there they're like oh why is it trending he was on epstein's list yeah you, a picture gets revealed of them hanging out right. with someone right 
Everyone's talking about it again. I know. I know. I know. You're not going to find any pictures of me with a Jeffrey Epstein, unless it's just my uncle. <laughs> and you know what the worst part is? He kind of looks like him, I too. So they both have gray uncle. hair. And, and uh, you know, bushy eyebrows. It's so bad. Yeah, Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell is, is her name. Yeah. yeah, I knew I could spell it. I yeah. couldn't say it. Yeah. Well, you can say Epstein. Everybody can. <laughs> it's, the, it's their favorite thing to say. I mean, literally, you Google Epstein right now, there's a hundred stories about documents and, uh, and the court cases and, uh, you know, documents being unsealed. They're, it's literally the biggest trending topic in America right now over the last 17 it's hours. It's really lucky that you're AWOD. Yeah, I know. Or maybe you know maybe we would have gotten a lot of a lot of podcast traffic if they saw if they just googled yeah, Epstein. Should we and release stuff. this podcast? Uh, you know this segment is Epstein didn't do it. You know because <laughs> really, I'll tell you Adam really Epstein didn't do it. I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> I'm a good person. I'm I'm a good egg. All right, can't crack me. But my goodness, powerful men are named in court records tied to Jeffrey Epstein. And you know that's another thing. There's no way he actually went by Jeffrey. That name sucks. You think he, he was, was probably a Jeff? he was a Jeff. He was a Jeff. He was definitely a Jeff, or maybe he was a J E. I don't know. I don't. That think sounds he was a bad. J. E. Yeah, but it's all about the list. And then now Jimmy Kimmel's upset. He's slamming Aaron Rodgers, and the headline includes the last name Epstein. It's trending again. Here we are once again. It's just all over the place. I can't. I literally. I can't get away from it. I'm dying to get away from this this last name that I love. I'm trying to make it great again. I, can't, I, don't, I don't know if it's possible. I can't imagine what you're going through. Oh, yeah, because everyone's got an Epstein joke, right? I, uh, yeah, everyone's got everyone's an Epstein got joke. It's their favorite thing to joke about. Oh, man, the Krusty Krab was at Epstein's Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got an Epstein joke. They're so stupid. My goodness. <laughs> And then, but like literally, Stub, I'm never getting out of this. No, you're not. Because he already died. This is like he already went to jail. I mean, this, people are gonna lie and they're gonna say, "Ooh, there's a new list revealed. It's gonna be 2035, yeah. and we're gonna still be talking about the Epstein this is one list." One of those events that that last decades. Right. It's and, just it's so annoying. It's so annoying. The, we should have changed his last name. You know, for, to yeah. criminal. Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey criminal. criminal. Yeah. Jeffrey No-No. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Just throwing around the last name Epstein like that. It's it's really unfair. It's really it, unfair. It, it is. It is unfair. And I I'm, mean, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're make, that, that apology made me feel <laughs> I'm, slightly I'm happy. better. I've never, I've never quipped you with one of those. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to say that. I've never never even thought about it, yeah. honestly. I mean, it, it didn't, the connection didn't cross my mind. Yeah. But I guess everyone at a bar... Just First name AWOD, last name Radio. That's that's all I am. That's all I am. All right, if you got any ideas, how can I get past this? I mean, it's just everywhere I look now. I see my last name with negativity. Call in 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910.